Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi. It's Chatter Time. Hi. 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 And welcome to the Chatter Post Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. We really appreciate you taking time to be here. Sit back and enjoy. We have something special for you. Hi guys. My name is Nana Kuju. I'm the founder and creative director of Inri. And welcome to the Chatterbox podcast. <laughs> like, can you imagine if you pronounce? I was like, oh my god, I've been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because I saw one, so one re. It's capital yeah, yeah, I. Yeah. It's, it's, okay, so it's an intentional misspelling. Okay. Yeah, but people call it all the time, which is like, so it's okay. So it's what, Henry? Henry, yeah. So it's named, it's the biblical name mm-hmm. from the cross, which is, I think, John 919. Okay. It says Christ of Nazareth, King of the Jews, but it's okay. a Latin translation. Ah. Yeah. So envy. Envy. Yeah. yeah. Like wow. all this whole time, I'm like, okay, who do yeah. we have? One week. <laughs> but why did you change the form? What 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 made you make a one instead, instead of, of the I. I? Okay. Um. So first of all, to differentiate mm-hmm. the name from the brand. Like the actual name of Jesus from the brand. Because you know how like Apple, now when you Google Apple, you see the fruits, you see the company. Yeah. Like, so I just wanted to make sure there was a clear distinction between the two from the start. Oh. So it was actually my co-founder's ah. idea. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's actually really, really, really smart. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, welcome to another episode. Today we have yeah. Inui. <laughs> like he has yeah. we have we have the whole company here. Yeah. I mean, there's Actually, just you are, so you mentioned you just mentioned your co-founder. So yeah. I believe you're just not you're not the only one. And yes. so we have one part of Envy here, or two parts, three parts. The co-founder is currently not available, but he's currently not yeah. available. Okay, sure, sure. So yeah, today we'll be talking fashion. I'm probably the worst dressed person here. I'm in Cox and a t-shirt I just found. Jessie does take her style. She takes it more seriously than I do. It and then, <laughs> for those who can, for those who can see, Inui is dressed. Yeah, like yeah. he's in his match. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Um, so let's just start from. I don't even know where I'm starting from. Okay, let's start. Um. Over the years, or recently, especially in Ghana here, we've seen a serious change in the fashion, I don't want to say fashion market, or fashion markets, yeah, that's mm-hmm. the, from like, probably after COVID, or was it before COVID? After COVID, um, we've seen more brands come up, we've seen more people being conscious of But Echo, before like just entering, just like, how are you? Like, oh, Echo, Echo. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are oh, you? Great. Uh, so <laughs> Echo, how are you? <laughs> Echo. I don't speak. <laughs> <laughs> no. Echo, you just entered now, so we've seen. Oh. Yeah, like. Calm let's... down, Kakre. Okay, sure, sure. Eh? Okay, continue. Now I should continue. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. Me, I have a question. Okay, you okay. ladies first. That's a bit random. But I think it's a good opening question. Because you own a fashion brand, are you very conscious of your style? Um, not as much as I should be, I think. Okay. Um, I think I have a uniform. Okay. 
What does it consist of? Inri t-shirts, shorts, Yeezys, Crocs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think, not, not so often. I don't put too much into how I look, but that's we're working on that. No, yeah. amazing. I have to look the part. Exactly. Yeah. But do you think you are, do you agree with the saying you are what you wear? Um, mm. Yes and no. Okay. Yeah, because I think dressing has become very expressive, but mm-hmm. at the same time, at the same time, not so expressive. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll explain in a bit. If you're going to work, mm-hmm. maybe you can express yourself with color, but that's not really a direct form of expression. Yeah. So you have dressing based on the occasion mm-hmm. or based on functionality versus, you know, maybe expressing yourself through your clothes and stuff. But I think we've become more expressive. So you are what you wear when, when you have the chance. Mm. Or if you care. I know so many people that just Don't wear okay. clothes because they have to wear, they have to wear clothes. <laughs> exactly. like, there's no, no yeah. thought into it. It's just, Charlie, this is what I have. Let me wear it. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's what that does automatically... Okay, so you mentioned that there are people who just wear clothes for wearing sake and those who decide they want to be fashionable. Mm-hmm. That's, okay, so let's take the fashionable people. Often at the time we see a lot of people quote themselves as fashionable. Mm-hmm. Do you think that statement is overused? Or do you think people people well, just no, make colors? I think fashion can be relative. Mm-hmm. Because I think I'm fashionable, but some people also think I'm like a plain Jane. No, but then we know, like when you see someone who is fashionable, you know. Automatically you see. They don't just take red, green, blue, and make mix it together and then say they are fashionable. Like, you actually see, we all know people, like, look at him, you can see he's actually fashionable from the way he's dressed. Really? <laughs> <laughs> and like, if you look at, like, if you look at both of us, like, you do see the difference. And so, no, but you look fashionable if I just don't look down. Yeah. Oh, mind you. Crocs <laughs> is fashion, don't mind. Yeah! <laughs> no. But then, do you think people, like, especially recently, people have just been using their statements too much or yeah, just loosely. Um, hmm. I feel like fashion is very location specific. In mm. the sense that there are words that people in fashion in Ghana would use mm-hmm. that someone elsewhere wouldn't use. Yeah, okay. Fashionable. I personally don't hear fashionable a lot, personally. <laughs> but I think maybe it's a demographic thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... I think people are becoming more intentional about how they look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think everyone's in their own way becoming their own creative person. Mm-hmm. People are like being more creative with the little things. Yeah. How their room looks, how they dress, if they want to start dressing in a specific way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think I don't think it's overused, but I think the culture is becoming more intentional about how we dress. Yeah. Why the why the sudden just the drift? Yeah, why the sudden change? Yeah, no, but I think that even with that, they're becoming. Do you? Hmm, this is a bit touchy, but I think it's it's safe enough. But in as much they're becoming fashionable, 
do you feel like the over expressiveness of it like I can dress how I want to and all of this also kind of also sometimes goes the wrong way in in a, in a way because sometimes people get too expressive and I <laughs> like then don't wear clothes oh yeah so showing yeah okay. because it's still expressing themselves through the way they dress mm, okay this is a a bit of a personal take but I think uh-huh. that creativity without boundaries is to some extent foolishness okay yeah I think like in the name of being yourself We've done some, now there's <laughs> identifying your gender. Thing. I, I feel like sometimes, in the name of being creative, we've overdone it. Yeah. 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 yeah Definitely with fashion. Sometimes, you know how, like, you can watch one way and, like, boys are wearing skirts and things. I'm, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm not really... Into like, it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, people are overdoing it. But I think it's also one of the things you should expect. I think yeah, fashion's yeah. a tool. Money's mm-hmm. a tool. Everything that is a tool always has extremes to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So does it mean that, okay, I, 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 I'm wondering where in these questions these are coming from. Can go off. <laughs> <laughs> no, but does it mean that have you ever been approached with a customer or with a suggestion where they want you to go a bit off what you originally planned? All the time. That happens all the time. Okay, so... Like in the sense of they want to maybe they want a crop top or they well, like what 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 are the extremes of what you know no this is not something I want or give me an example of something that went off a suggestion or a okay you don't have to mention names oh no no, <laughs> no, no. Um, okay sometimes people are just fooling mm-hmm. yeah, I think they're sometimes they're thinking like that yeah and then sometimes too I think they just want to see how far. They can push they it. Can push it. Yeah, someone recommends a friend of mine is always saying we need an eerie bed sheet and I'm just like People here see those, I mean, more petite clothes as fashionable. Mm-hmm. But then out there, you do realize that the most fashionable people wear long. It's not yeah. like long, but then they, they are up. presentable. Okay. Is it because uh, over here, to look, there's a notion that to, to be fashionable, you have to look a certain way? I feel it's rebellion. It's rebellion. But of, I'll give, rebellion. Yeah, because I yeah. feel like we, because we like for the longest time of growing up, 
we know that our parents or society has said, cover up, do this. We always think that it's John to cover up. So now, when we see someone who is showing, it's like, hey, wow. Like, you have, <laughs> like you have cool. him. Yeah. Like, exactly. And then, that's what, what do you think? I think it's, um, hmm. I think fashion is just like a piece of the whole puzzle, right? Mm-hmm. So, let me just give a scenario. Mm-hmm. Let's say, who's, okay, Ghana, we don't really have influential musicians in terms of fashion, but let's no. say this rapper mm-hmm. comes out with a song. Mm-hmm. And then in the song, he looks a certain part, right? So it's maybe ripped jeans, Jordans, designer t shirt For most people, eventually that becomes the new wave, mm-hmm. right? We look at like how oversized clothing is a thing now. Mm-hmm. That's like a Kanye West thing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So Kanye decides to dress this way, and then maybe he has his his brand on the side. Mm-hmm. Sales pick up. Then fast fashion copies Kanye. Now, if fast fashion is controlling the mass markets, that's what everyone starts to wear, and that's what everyone starts to wear. That becomes the trend. So it's kind of like. Music, entertainment. That's feeding mm-hmm. into fashion. They feed into fashion. Mm-hmm. So they come up with certain looks and then everyone just takes it from yes. there. Yeah. This so, makes sense actually. Yeah. So fashion's like just one part of the whole the puzzle. Yeah. yeah. It's like that tracksuit era where the musicians used to wear four tracksuits zipped all the way up mm-hmm. and then yeah. like now everyone is wearing tracksuits and then yeah. actually like I never thought of it that way until yeah. like you said it because yeah. a lot of what we wear is influenced by what we see from most of those videos mm-hmm. even going up I mean even if it's not directly influenced as he rightfully said if they are producing that what what choice do you yeah, have he have to buy it and yeah. see how it works okay so let's let's take a step back and then focus on you starting out Mm -hmm. what motivated your like take us to the beginning of yeah (laughs) 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 okay um i think around the time i was 14 13 14 i developed an interest in clothes Mm. or design generally i think it was based on who i was around most of the time like my friends and stuff so I discovered Virgil Abloh. Mm. Um, I followed Virgil very closely. I didn't plan to make clothes or anything. It was just pure interest. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, I was like, okay, I think given the opportunity, I'd like to make clothes. But I was very far-fetched in my mind. It was, it was just a casual thing. But I became more intentional about how I dressed. So I used to like... Not do too much, but Become, I had to look yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. I had to look different from everyone. Yeah. Look the same, but look different. So it's the little things like what well, watch I'm wearing to school. Mm-hmm. How do my sneakers look with my school trousers? Mm-hmm. Hey, you wear extra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, that was, it had to be subtle. Like yeah. I don't, I personally yeah. don't like too much. Yeah, but it had to be subtle. So I was a bit more intentional about how I looked. Mm-hmm. And then I, I was a bit more. In, I just developed this interest into like the fashion industry. So I started following like multiple brands. Most of the time, I mean till date, like the prices were a bit 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some way, yeah. I want to expensive. ask. I want to ask that. Why do we continue? Fashion is an expensive <laughs> industry. Most of the time, yeah. at least like the high levels of design, yeah, yeah, it's expensive. So it's like, okay, how do I look good on a budget? And then eventually, um, I felt convicted one time in church because I realized that young people had a different perception of God. Mm. Like when you look at the most influential people in your class in high school, mm-hmm. chances are they weren't really creepy, or like the mm-hmm. cool kids weren't creepy. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that's that's an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. How do we change how young people perceive God? So that's kind of where the idea of Henry um, came, came in. into existence here. Yeah. But my it was just very coincidental. My auntie bought me a crucifix around like the time I had the idea. And I saw it and I was like, mm-hmm, it's, it's not a bad name. So I just, I spoke to my co-founder and I was like, let's switch the eye with one. And then um, COVID hit. Mm. So, which was actually a good thing for us. Because okay. it gave us time to learn the industry. Ah. Learn. Yeah. So I just, I took like courses after courses, marketing, production, things like that, just to learn at least where things are. I shadowed a few people in the industry during mm-hmm. COVID. And then 2021, yeah, it was, it was, we tested a few pieces out. Um, then I was like, okay, this has potential. Mm-hmm. There's just a few moments in that period. And then I say 2022, I was now with A-levels and everything. I had time to fully, like, pursue this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's, like, a, a little backstory. How? How is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I have a question mm-hmm. from that. So um, <clears throat> how were you able to maintain um, interest through it all? Because, for example, I also started a business when I was 14. Mm-hmm. And it was actually one of the reasons why I went to Ashesi. Because I realized that I was chopping the money I was making. Okay. And I realized I didn't have good business management skills. So I went to HSC to learn business administration to do better. Mm-hmm. I still want to do that business by a larger scale now. But I realized that I have become detached from that idea. Okay. And so how have you been able to evolve with the idea? Because usually sometimes when we... There are very few of us that keep our... Um, ideas at a younger stage and still birth it even as we are going. Sometimes mm-hmm. we are like, oh, maybe we're younger. We didn't like when you are you small, they ask you, what do you want to be? Huh? Mm-hmm. Like I knew I wanted to be a fashion designer. Ask me right now. I don't want to be a fashion designer, but I know I want to do, or I may want to indulge in fashion in one okay. way or the other. So how have you been able to evolve with your idea and making sure they are not losing touch of it? Mm. Okay. That's a very deep question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, I don't treat Henry as an interest thing. Okay. I treat it as an assignment. Mm, yeah. Okay. So it's, it's, this is what God has told you to do. Is is I mean, how you feel is secondary mm-hmm. to yeah. the well, yeah. main the main thing. Yeah. Um. Sometimes I feel very motivated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. But the work still has to go on. Yeah. Yeah, and at the end of the day, this is what God wants, this is the direction God is leading you. So, I'd say, like, 
just keep, just try and be consistent with it. Build systems around your life that force you to be consistent. Mm. Yeah. So I, I try and, I try and manage, like, when you're building systems, so don't, don't be too obsessed with mm-hmm. Yeah, don't build obsession with your business or with your goals. So it's, it's a balance. Be consistent, not to the point of being detrimental, because that makes you exhausted. You don't, mm-hmm. it's get to the point, you, you just don't want to deal with yeah. it anymore. So just try and build systems to be consistent, but not too, not involved to the point where it's detrimental. Okay. Yeah, so it's more of, just set your mind and then just ask God for help. Yeah, because I think when you reach the, the detrimental phase, it starts to look like work. Mm-hmm. And you look ah. and feel like work. Oh, always look and feel like work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, there are parts of everything you really enjoy. Yeah. yeah. And there are parts that you do. Yeah. I'm sure the podcast crowd. Yeah. This is the fun part. The editing is maybe. It's a headache. Yeah. yeah. So is the editing yeah. a headache echo? We'll, we'll see. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same. There are parts that like yeah, I really, really enjoy. enjoy. The parts that I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever even get a creative creator's block? Because I mean, even with Chatterbox, sometimes I mean, okay, this maybe because this season is better planned. But I remember when we started out where we didn't have any plan. We're just like talking each time. There's some days Echo and I will both come together and we know we have an episode to release that we can. We're both sitting here like, what are we going to talk about? And funny enough, one of the episodes where we literally did not say anything sensible was like the top performing yeah, of wow. the season. So I don't know. How, how, how do you deal with creative block when you know you still have to produce a piece or when you still have to deliver? Mm, okay. So I've... I've confined my creative process, at least towards the brand, into mm-hmm. my rule of three. Okay. Yeah. So that it keeps me, it helps me not make sure I'm creating within the brand's guideline. Okay. But it also helps me not get creative blocks. So my design rule of three is scripture is the basis of the design. And then there should be a, a, a certain element of design communication. Which means when you see the piece, you should try and understand what I'm trying to say through mm-hmm. the piece. And then the third thing is it should have some real life applicability to it. Okay. Yeah. So when you look at like our, our latest pieces, mm-hmm. like the Heaven and Co, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be an invoice where like salvation is free. Yeah. Yeah. So at least there's a scriptural backing. There's it's not something you might get instantly, but when you look at it, you can kind of make sense mm-hmm. of it eventually. And then the third thing would be, okay, like salvation is actually free. There's like something you can walk away with. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not really getting ideas, I still have to, <laughs> I have to go back to the scripture, yeah. mm. pick something up. Um, I've started creating mood boards mm. for like, okay, this is the kind of design I want to, to put out. But also... Another thing like budgets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have money to do this. Yeah. If we have to do this, how many units can we do? Time, school, everything. Yeah. 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 So how was it like so right now you have the idea, you you know what you want to do. How was it like actually 
start in it or releasing like your first piece because then for me let's say i had the idea mm-hmm. my first how am i even going to get the materials um how am i going to get printing how am i going to market it how am i going to like there are so many House. how am i going to mm-hmm. that you are you like it can easily you just, stop you yeah you lose motivation starting because it's like an industry you're entering and there are already people there how am i going like yeah how did yeah. you conquer that hurdle okay um i think so first things first is talk to people who are already in the industry if you don't know someone directly you should at least you know someone who knows someone yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. so or there are people that are very everybody you can just text Mm -hmm. and they will actually give you all the information you need (laughs) there are are people that don't gatekeep like yeah in in the the industry Yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, that's, that that's nice. Do. Sounds far fetched. <laughs> Honestly, the only thing is, their budget and your budget out. Exactly. <laughs> okay, yeah, actually. So they tell you, oh, they paid this much for this and this much for this. This is where you can get it from. But chances are you can't afford it yeah. when you are starting out. But I'd say that um, look around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it's printing, there are areas known for printing than a new town. Yeah. Yeah. The, everything printing is in new town. See, so he's giving the people want to do fashion. He's yeah. giving yeah. like gifts. Actually, <laughs> yeah. go to Newtown. Walk around Newtown. Um, you find yeah. someone. Most of the people that do printing, if you want to start with t-shirts, they have t-shirts as well. Mm, you can yeah. just if you don't like the quality, and you ask around, you'd find. But I guess it's all a budget dependent yeah. thing. Um. So, also do a work plan. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm big on systems. So. Um, maybe in terms of design, I should have finished designing by this time. Mm. Between this time and this time, I should print. If you want to do a photo shoot, you should plan it out. This is a photographer mm-hmm. I'm working with. This is the mo- these are the models I'm working with, things like that. And then um, make sure you're checking your checking yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Am I on track? Am I? Is this falling behind schedule? If it's falling behind schedule. What can we do to solve it? Yeah. Things yeah. like that. But don't don't those systems limit you sometimes? Cause let's say, I mean, you you said you sort of based on the way you approach your designing or your creation, mm-hmm. you sort of have like there's a way you don't get creative block if I have to put it in that quote. Oh, I do, but yeah, I've, I've tried to limit myself to certain, to things. certain things, and so it's not as often as it should be. Mm-hmm. But let's say you've given yourself probably a month or two to design a new collection mm-hmm. and you haven't done it on so i mean we all we all do last minute here sometimes yeah. oh yeah, yeah doesn't yeah. like setting uh, those blockades because i know like planning uh, ahead is good mm-hmm. but like do you sometimes or like you follow the you follow the book today oh team? not at all <laughs> <laughs> like a recent pop-up yeah some of the pieces were ready yeah the day before <laughs> yeah it was it wasn't even a design thing it was more of a production thing, thing. this person delayed and everything delays yeah i think at least you should have your safety yeah, yeah. yeah. okay so at least in case of anything yeah if i want to do maybe four t-shirts mm-hmm. two should be ready by this time okay. okay yeah because if you don't do that then you can last minute your way do certain things, mm-hmm. but at certain levels, it comes to biting. When you start selling a lot of units, yeah. you can't. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So back to my first question, which I was stopped from saying. Um <laughs> the industry, especially in Ghana here, has evolved drastically within the last three years. Mm-hmm. More and more brands coming up and especially in the fashion industry as compared mm-hmm. to any other thing I think. Yeah. Yeah. There are lots. How have you stayed on top of your game, especially with all this competition, more people in the markets? Like how do you make yourself unique? That's the first part. And how do you stay on top of the game? Yeah. Okay. Um so I approach it from three three mm-hmm. sides. Spiritual then creative and then like the business side of things. Mm-hmm. So spiritually I don't, at least, I'm not approaching this from a very typical yeah. business standpoint. Yeah. I'm looking at it as an assignment. So, mm-hmm. as based on what God is leading me towards, mm-hmm. that's like the first basis of my decision making. Mm-hmm. So, it's not really more of what's happening in fashion now and how do we try and stay ahead. Because mm-hmm. it's like, what's God saying for the business for this period of time Mm -hmm. and then you move with that but from a creative standpoint um the thing about clothes is it's not really about the clothes well the thing about branding is not really about the clothes it's it's about the experience and the feeling yeah yeah so you watch like these car adverts and it has nothing to do with the car (laughs) yeah yeah that's it's the same thing with building a brand you build a feeling around That's, your brand. Yeah. And then people believe that they can get that feeling when they buy your product. Mm-hmm. So you just have to cross your T's. Make sure that, okay, I've sold this feeling. It needs to match the product quality-wise, design-wise, unboxing experience, so your packaging, delivery, things like that. If someone's delivery is like, hectic they probably won't yeah, want to buy from you again yeah. actually this before they are somewhere yeah, <laughs> so you just have to so at least you build your experience then you build a product that sells with it that's how i approach it creatively mm-hmm. so it's more of how does this make you feel yeah how do yeah. these when you yeah, wear this t-shirt yeah. how does it make you feel and one way you can like track that is at least for me i just watch how often people wear it okay yeah, chances are yeah. you have your favorites. Something new wear. Yeah. 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 Everyone has their favorites. So how do I can I build a feeling and an experience that puts me in your top five? Your top mm. five T shirts every week. If you're wearing it every week <laughs> and it's fading, I'm like, Okay, yeah. we're doing a good job. Yeah, that's that's actually a, a very <laughs> interesting yeah. perspective. Yeah, but from a business standpoint, um I think you should look at use the tools available to you mm-hmm. right now you have ai so how can ai, AI honestly in yeah AI in fashion or at least AI in analytics and things like that okay yeah yeah if you're starting a a, a a brand at least i mean i didn't have this experience but i now know that boys buy anything black mm. if you don't do a black color chances are boys won't buy it as much yeah yeah so you should always have a black option yeah as much as possible that's something I had to learn. But I'm sure like yeah, I can give you that kind of information. A lot of boys are in the large and extra larges. Mm. A lot of females Prefer. are in the medium yeah. and the small. Things like that kind of help. Um you know, um TikTok, things like that. Like there are yeah. people are finding smarter ways to market. Yeah. 
these are the tools you have. Why don't you just use learn them. how to use them to your benefits? Yeah. yeah. So, would you say, I know, okay, I know girls like to buy clothes more. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we regularly change wardrobes. Not even change your wardrobe, but like, you have stuff, but you still want something new. Mm-hmm. But guys are more like, yeah, they hold on, the like, once, yeah. don't have to be another one till next three years. How, how does that work with your, um, yeah, yeah like, what you are creating? Because I get that you want to bring out collections and everything, and we are hopeful that every time people are um, excited enough to buy a new collection, but how do you break through, especially the guys section where they are like, well, the last is or last collection t-shirts is still there. Still there. Why, why, why don't I get, get a new one? Yeah, I think it's um. There are different ways to appeal okay. to guys. Um. Interestingly, I think you have to. Hmm, I can't really answer this question. Mm-hmm. Um. There are always there are always things you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's, it's about if your customers have money. Yeah. You have to actually be very intentional about when you drop things. Personally, when school's starting, I don't have money. Yeah. <laughs> you can drop the nicest thing. I, I, I still yeah. wouldn't buy. I don't have money. So your timing, first thing is your That's timing. Yeah. Second thing is your emotional appeal. Mm-hmm. So... That's where like the social media really comes in. The shoots need to be really good. It needs to really appeal. If it's different things, it should really get them excited. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys and girls are like, um, and then eventually you just you just have to pray that like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. it will go. <laughs> but I personally believe that if God is guiding you, mm-hmm. then that's your comfort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. God says do this, then it means it's work, just do it. Yeah. yeah. It's not really a matter of trying to sometimes trying to check all the boxes without the spiritual investments is is a waste of yeah, time. It's a yeah. waste of time. Yeah, because oh. you have businesses that have really good stuff. You know like ah, this person should be a million yeah. based on your product, but you, you do your you probe and realize that person doesn't really have a spiritual perspective yeah. on things. Yeah. yeah. Speaking about that, um, how does it feel? Or let me just get into your mind on selling Christian, or yes, selling Christian clothing or mm-hmm. a Christian branded business mm-hmm. to this current generation. Yeah. Sure. Um, we say we are getting more spiritual and what, but then f- with your own eyes. It's yeah, outwardly, yeah. they are showing you this is what they are doing, and inwardly, they are doing something else. Mm-hmm. And how does I don't like how does it feel being especially vocal with what you bring out, mm-hmm. preaching the gospel? Because some people try to avoid this side because they don't want to be, um, I don't want to hurt anyone, I don't want yeah. to be yeah. a bit touchy on that subject. So, yeah. how do you, how do I? I yeah. think, well, I think that's the whole point mm-hmm. of the business mm-hmm. is to. These are the, this is what the business is for. This is why yeah. it exists. So it's more of like, um, no one is, or everyone is avoiding these conversations. Yeah. That is why you exist to spark these conversations. 
that's being said, there are um, there are people that may not want to buy from us mm -hmm. because they don't want to look creepy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that happens a lot of the time. So it's like, okay, if we can really push the boundaries of the quality of what we're doing, mm -hmm. you know, obviously inspired by the Holy Ghost, yeah. it, will, it will pick up. Yeah. yeah, people that like these 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 things are they are very doable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, funny enough, most of my prefer friends don't even buy my stuff. Mm. Yeah, funny. Isn't enough. that heartbreaking? Not really. I mean, I didn't, I, I was making it for them. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. No, but even that, that even gives me a question to ask. Mm -hmm. Um, usually in Ghana, we always I or I see people talk about fake friends and all of those things. Mm -hmm. The sense that. You expect that when you come out with something, your friends will be the first customers or the first people to run with it. How has it been like knowing that your first review or something was even from a stranger who has seen you from somewhere? It's like, oh, I really like this, and not mm -hmm. a friend encouraging you. Um, I don't think I have the typical. I have very supportive friends. Friends, oh, yeah. shout out to all of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, every time, every time we do something, I have friends that. Uh, I think, yeah. But most of the my high paying customers are not my friends. Mm. Yeah, people that like people that have the most clothes are usually not my friends. But I think my friends do their best to support support mm -hmm. what we're doing. Um, definitely the support comes in different ways. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's purchasing. Sometimes it's a text. Sometimes it's showing up to help out at yeah, your pop up. Yeah. Sometimes it's um. Okay, I'm a photographer. Let's 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 shoot this yeah, yeah. on the house, things like that. So it's, it's I have support from my friends. That one day, I'm not going to ask like, and I also have support from strangers. Yeah, yeah, cute, but cute friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> cute friends. Yeah, definitely. But but strangers, like the whole strangers help you, friends don't help you narrative. I think is also the quality of what you are putting out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Baseline, if something is good, is good. Yeah, if it's bad, it's bad. Mm -hmm. It's not. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need to check what you are putting out. See if you can improve. Mm -hmm. Measure it against everything else about your business. So there are some things that you can price at a certain point, and it will sell. Yeah. And something not as pain. It's not like we don't want to support you. Sometimes you just have to look at yeah. your business properly and see that okay, maybe we are. We, we shouldn't have done this this way. Mm -hmm. Or we yeah. should try and get cheaper option, things like that. You have to be a bit more introspective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Let's, so there's something Jesse doesn't even know about, but then I was doing some research yesterday. Eish. And it sparked Eish. something. Wow. So let's, let's, let's have a conversation on some misconceptions people have about being fashionable or, yeah, Okay. So mm -hmm. my first one is um, having expensive or designer cloth clothing makes you fashionable or stylish. We should talk I, on I, it. I, <laughs> <laughs> wow, so what, now you're the host <laughs> and you're the guest. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, I think personally, mm -hmm. I don't think you need to have designer clothes to be fashionable. There are so many times where people have complimented my dressing mm -hmm. and I promise you, I got it from like Kant. Like I didn't like yeah, I didn't. Gold in there's gold in yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it was probably a thrifted something. Like it wasn't something that I know I spent like 
a lot of money on to make sure I look good. Mm-hmm. I feel like fashion really is in how you put those things together. Okay. Because some people can have the best of shadows and how the piece it together, pieces together yeah. is so horrible. Yeah. It shows that they don't have any fashion real. sense. So yeah. I feel like it's it's so it can it can be inexpensive mm-hmm. but I feel like even with that, um there was once in a while you want to also look a bit Yeah. 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 So <laughs> when you try to go there then yes, you're entering into the expensive range. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's my take on it. Okay. I agree with you. Okay. And disagree with you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I, I want to hear the disagreement. There are, there are, there are certain like when you see a fashionable, wealthy person, mm-hmm. you can tell. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Yeah. The way they look, the way they fragrance, everything is like there. Yeah. However, you can look really good with a tight budget. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, there are two sides to it, but but definitely you can. I think just just. People who dress well buy clothes that look good on them. They don't buy nice clothes. It's mm. not the same. Yeah, there are nice things that wounds look good on. Good on people. You or me or like. Yeah. You, you have to know what fits you. Yeah. yeah. That that. You see those people wearing the LV shirts and then the Gucci trousers and then. And like it's, it's tacky. Looks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looks it looks weird. Okay. Um, second misconception: being creative equals you being stylish. Do you think it's it's true? You oh, want to use, go? use that. No, I don't I don't. Most of the time, at least for for me the the most creative people I know don't even care. Yeah. They just yeah. wear whatever. Because yeah. they are their their mind is in yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Look at like Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs is like one of the create, most creative yeah. minds. And he used to wear the same things every day. Like T shirts and trousers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I hadn't done clothes, I probably wouldn't care about how I dress. If I was like a tech guy or something, yeah, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. I'll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but, but I think being creative care. is now relative then. Yeah. Because you can, if you use the um, example of Steve Jobs, mm-hmm. I mean in Ghana, for example, when we say creatives, people always think of people who are into um, art, art, design, design. Art, design. Music exactly, yeah. but over there, you, yeah, we are here labeling Steve Jobs as a creative because he's so I think it's, it's relative now, or yeah, because because okay. in Ghana, for example, the creatives are quote unquote termed as the stylish ones because of how they dress, maybe they've worn this and they've added this and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But also, outside of Ghana, the creative ones are. Not always the stylish ones. Mm. So, I mean, I, I think maybe it goes back to his earlier, um, your earlier submission of being a location-based thing, mm-hmm. where based on your location, what exactly is mm-hmm. happening? Because sometimes I always think about it that if I'm not in Ghana and I'm somewhere else, my dressing style will change. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm going to wear maybe shorter things or whatever, but I just feel like, the way I approach fashion will be different because of what's around okay, me yeah, and what's yeah. available to me. So currently in Ghana, this was available to me, so I have to look fashionable in this way <laughs> and all okay. of that. So I feel like, dependent on what's where we are, the creative space or the creative take of it would definitely Influence, determine the style. Yeah. Whether you are stylish or not. Yeah. Okay. 
that's that's a very good point. Very good take, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so my next misconception, um, more equals to more. So the more accessories you have on, the more complicated your hair is, the more designer your glasses are, the crazier your footwear means you are stylish. There are people who wear and for me I'm that kind of person. Apart from my watch, if you put a bracelet on my I can't okay. I'll take it off. But then more like if you don't do that, now people wear all their ten fingers, they wear twenty rings on them. Bracelets, if you chains, yeah. yeah. Are those people yeah, it's a style. I think we are entering, or what I've seen so far more, is we are moving to a minimalistic space mm -hmm. where yeah. we are really focusing on simplicity and just having one or two flashy pieces, but the whole thing is more simple. So for me, in this world, or in what I see, if I see Can someone I doing more, you look too much. Yeah, It is not so attractive. I feel the niceness is in just seeing this one nice gold ring, and it's like, oh, and okay, it pops out. yeah, it pops out. Like that's <laughs> yeah. a new, that's a touch. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's it's hmm, it's relative, but but it's the same thing at the underlying mm -hmm. underlying factor, right? Mm -hmm. At every point in time, is rich people dress a certain way, and not so rich people want to look like the yeah, rich yeah. people. Twenty sixteen, that was a supreme T-shirt. Yeah, mm. that was yeah. The, that was that era. Now it's no logos. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. You know, next year's who knows? But that's that's the truth is it's more everyone is it's just it's a chase. Yeah, it's like yeah. a rat race. Yeah. yeah. So right now it's tacky. Yeah. But I'm sure at a point now maybe skinny jeans are tacky to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If I ask you this question sometime back. No, but guys who wear skinny jeans, yes. <laughs> were they tacky when skinny jeans was? Where? No, it's it, yes. No, I, I didn't like it. Okay, okay, me, I didn't that's, like that because I didn't get the whole point of guys wearing skinny jeans. But then during that era, like that was it. You mm -hmm. would have to wear it. But now people are more like, hey, I'm going to dress like the older people and wear yeah. those extremely dark trousers. And, and that's fashion. Yeah. That's fashion. Yeah. yeah so fashion is. Yeah, it's fluid. Oh. How many say it's fluid? is... It can even get yeah. exhausting sometimes. It's like, yeah. ah, I thought this was cool. So they, exactly. Yeah. Like, you might see this. There was this time this, this dress was trending on Twitter. There was a whole Twitter day. If you go and land there, you're in trouble. Mm. <laughs> but, like, it became fashionable at a point in another time. People were like, the same people were calling it fashionable, turned on them, like, ah, is this what we used to yeah. fight over? Yeah. And then what's what? No, but what, I think what, then it has helped our wardrobes in a sense because now. There's not really a need for a wardrobe change because technically now you are recycling. You put these clothes down in about give yourself like by the end but of the, the thing, year. You can't it's back again. You can't keep keeping them and just waiting adding, and adding yeah. stuff to it because yeah. it becomes too much at a point. And yeah. then but then that like that oh, let's put a pause on this. Something just came to mind. Um fashion is ever do you have to stay stay with the fashion trends? trends. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't like for me. I'll probably dress the same mm -hmm. five years from now. I I can't yeah. be bothered. But but would in re change? I don't think so. Okay. Because it's, it's a narrative we're building. Yeah. Would would the dynamics of how we do things change? Maybe. Yeah. But the it's yeah. the rule of three. The, the rule of three stays. Yeah. Yeah, and most brands still do that mm -hmm. if you yeah. pay attention. Like. Nike hasn't changed 
most of the, still, the big yeah, brands yeah. haven't changed like they haven't changed if you are trying to chase the mm-hmm. next trend mm-hmm. it's very hard to stay relevant yeah, unless that's yeah, your yeah, literal yeah, yeah. business um structure like the h&ms and the zaras and things like that which they yes, they, they just change. move in the direction of the trend yeah. yeah but if you're trying to build a brand and you're trying to build a narrative there's some things about you that don't change mm-hmm. yeah because yeah yeah, yeah is it, isn't the narrative you are building yeah so that's why i'll come back to even like social media now based on what is available to mm-hmm. us it's beneficial to markets with tiktok but it wouldn't be wise to transform your whole marketing strategy to Just what TikTok is. To TikTok. Because then what happens with threads? Yeah, yeah. Instagram, then, then Twitter, everything, all of that. Yeah. So there's, they are the, I think they are the ever-changing mm-hmm. aspects of fashion. And then there are the aspects of fashion that are just yeah. stick to. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's good. Yeah. I think something I noted from, like something that came to mind was, um, even with the bigger brands outside fashion, Mm-hmm. You do realize that. Let's take an example. Let's use Google and Apple mm-hmm. as an example. When foldable phones started coming out, Google was quick to rush into it. Mm-hmm. Some of the bigger companies, some other companies were quick to rush into it. Yeah. And look at where they are now. They are not. They are not seeing top. Yeah. Like, but then Apple decided that okay, I'm I'm going to wait mm-hmm. when it's no more a trend and it becomes an actual thing. Yeah. Then I jump into the market, yeah. and it's work for them. And look how valuable they are. Yeah. I think yeah. that's one thing. Trillion dollar business. Yeah. yeah. So you steady, steady the market. Don't hop on trends because if you hop on trends, if your business is built off a trend, it'll probably die when the trend dies. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And so steady, know what is going to last, what's not going to last, mm-hmm. and then yeah. But it doesn't hurt. Don't change your whole business just to follow a trend. It's Maybe based on that. Maybe you make there's a subdivision just responsible just for testing. For, yeah, just yeah, yeah, to cater for that. Yeah. So my last misconception is um, sticking to one style means you are very stylish. So you know when that I'll wear a black shirt, black trousers, black shoes every single day of the week for the rest of my life means you are stylish. Do you agree with that? No, not necessarily. But I think, I think. Now, fashion is, is, is a lot more of you. Mm-hmm. It's, a more, it's more of a, a direct representation of who you are. Mm-hmm. Based on how someone dresses in certain circumstances, you can point out their interests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have the confidence to not care what other people think mm-hmm. and dress the same way till you die? Because to use no priority. <laughs> it's more of a confidence thing yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. If you don't and you feel like you need to keep up, and that's where you get your confidence from. That's that's you. If you don't feel like you need to keep up, that's also you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you think. Yeah, I also agree. I don't think um, one dressing or whatever. No, I feel it's because I said it black, black, black. Let me take it. No, to but the like no, no. But I you. feel like no. It still mm-hmm. doesn't make you stylish because, for example, you really look good in that style. And no. You decide to stick to that style. Yeah, so I look good in jeans, right? Mm-hmm. I think I wear jeans like ninety percent of the time. Mm-hmm. But I find out that, in as much as people do acknowledge that I look good in jeans, I find out more people say, "I want to see you in a dress," or "I want to see you in a skirt." 
because they just they just feel like it's too monotone and we always it's expect Jesse to come in jeans um, and yeah. a top. I mean, I'm changing my top, but I don't <laughs> it's still the it's same style. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I've realized that when I wear dresses, people like, let me say if I was, I'm now I'm exaggerating, just to show <laughs> some dynamics. But let's say if I was being complimented by like a 50% raise, when, when I was wearing jeans, mm-hmm. if I move to a dress, I get probably a 90%. Yeah. Where I'm like, oh wow, you look nice. You should wear dresses more often. So I feel yeah. like it's fine. I feel like it's nice to change once in a while, but it's also mm-hmm. fine to know what sticks with you. Because I know that once you call me from bed and you need to do something it's like jeans. quickly, it's jeans, yeah. right? Okay. But if like you once in a while style. I want to show, like I want something. to feel yeah. nice, maybe I'll wear a dress to just okay, yeah. jazz it up. <laughs> Final question. Okay. So um. You know how you just said look for good? So I'm guessing, as you said, your um, designs are Holy Spirit inspired, right? Does it mean that there's a kind of, apart from the creative process of designing, is there a spiritual process you go through to get those designs? Yes. Okay. Um, I think maybe more of a lifestyle. Okay. Mm-hmm. After times like this where we just had a pop-up and things, we take some time to wait on God. Let's see what the next phase of the brand looks like. Um, we, we do a lot of praying into events, praying into drops. Um, as, as a group, um, fasting, tithing, things like that. It's, that's, it's, mm-hmm. it's very important. So, it's the, so the spiritual process first before. Yeah, the creative. Yeah, so before we plan anything, we should have prayed. Okay. We need to have a pop up. We should have prayed. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay. So make sure to follow him on Instagram. It's yeah. in me worldwide. Yeah. In me in worldwide on Instagram yeah. and yeah everywhere else. And when you go there, you you'll see you would see some collections Shit. up there. Definitely, you can see what he's wearing. You can Actually, see he looks good. So yeah, um, make sure you purchase some of that. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Really? Okay. Bye. 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 My name is Jeff. Okay, so that's it for this week of the Shutterbox Podcast. All the links and resources that were mentioned during the episode will be linked down in the show notes. So yeah, just head on down and pick up any points you'd want to. Quick one before we leave. We would really appreciate it if you could rate the show and also hit the follow button. It really helps others discover the podcast and allows us to even tell more stories. Thank you so much to the guests for coming on. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for you listening. All this wouldn't be possible without you. And a huge shout out to the team that made this possible. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm also part of that. <laughs> we'll see you next week bye